Spending time with God is not simply attending a church service on a Sunday morning. It isn't simply reading your Bible daily or even praying regularly. All of that can become habit in the absence of a true, living relationship with God. Spending time with God should be all about relationship. It was the very reason Jesus went to the cross, to provide an opportunity to re-establish the relationship which existed between God and His creation pre-fall. It is out of that relationship that God will speak, counsel, guide, and share His unconditional love with you. Absolutely key to our relationship with God is a pure heart, a heart whose number one aim is to know God. It is a choice which must be made, a choice which says God first in all things, a choice which is willing to reprioritize one's life, making God number one. Once you have chosen to place God first, consider the following. As necessary and beneficial as community worship is, plan on spending time alone with God regularly. The late pastor, evangelist, and author, Alan Redpath, stated the following, and I quote, If a man would walk with God, if a man would live a holy life, if a man would assume authority and hold it down because God holds him down, he has to know what it is to pay the price of a closed door. Sometimes even his family are on the other side, for no Christian leader is more effective in his leadership than when he is alone with God on his knees. For the greatest transaction of a man's experience are made not in the church, but behind closed doors." End quote. Although Pastor Redpath references leadership specifically, his statement applies equally to all in the body of Christ. The late Scottish pastor and author Dr. Andrew A. Bonar adds the following, and I quote, In order to grow in grace, we must be much alone. It is not in society that the soul grows most vigorously. In one single quiet hour of prayer, one will often make more progress than in days of company with others. It is in the desert that the dew falls freshest and the air is purest. End of quote. Are these merely the opinions of man? Hardly, for it is from Scripture that these truths are drawn. In Mark 1 and 35 we read, and I quote, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. End of quote. Going further in Luke 5 and 16, we read, and I quote, But Jesus often withdrew to a lonely place and prayed. End of quote. Perhaps the most poignant example of Jesus' prayer life can be seen in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 39, and I quote, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, not as I will, but as you will. End of quote. 
The why of spending time with God hopefully has become clearer, for Jesus himself sought the solitude of time alone with his Father. One possible answer for this was for continued strength and focus to accomplish his divine mission. We too, with all the distractions of daily life, require God's help in maintaining our spiritual focus. By maintaining our spiritual focus, we will realize our reliance upon God for true strength, the strength required to accomplish our God-ordained mission, which ultimately brings glory and honor to the Father. In part three of this message, I will provide some ways in which you can spend effective and fruitful time alone with God.